With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. So the first thing you look for in a society when you're trying to discern whether or not God has abandoned that society is whether or not that society has gone through a sexual revolution so that illicit sex, adultery, every form of immorality is accepted as normal in that society. And folks, you have to admit it, we as a nation are there. Amen. That's piece of evidence number one on whether or not God has decided to abandon America. Second piece of evidence, step number two. In this same progression, look at verse 26. Romans chapter 1, verse 26. God gave them over, not just the passions that are explicable because they're men and women, but to inexplicable, degrading passions for their women exchange the natural function for that which is unnatural. And you know that a society has been abandoned by God when it celebrates lesbian sex. God's given them over. Gross affections, unnatural, unthinkable. And if you follow a sexual revolution with a homosexual revolution... And homosexuality becomes normalized in that society. Verse 27 then adds the male part. In the same way, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman, burned in their desire one towards another. By the way, it is a burning that is just hard to comprehend or understand why. But interestingly enough, I want you to notice that the Holy Spirit puts women first here and then the men after. Why is that? Well, the Holy Spirit refers to, to the degradation of women because the women are usually the last to be affected in the decay of morals because their hearts are so naturally inclined towards a husband and toward the responsibility of nurturing or raising children. But when the women finally lead the parade, it's an indication that God has removed his restraint. The amazing thing about all this in verse 27, the man abandoning the natural function of the women, 
burning in their desire one toward another, men with men, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. Right into this wrath of abandonment comes the wrath, the consequential wrath. And even though it generates venereal disease and AIDS and things like that, yet they keep doing it and it keeps getting pushed as normal. So that's what step two looks like. And we know that it has come into this land like a flood. That's piece of evidence number two. But it's not the final step. It's not the final piece of evidence I want to go over today. The final step comes in verse 28. Look in the middle of verse 28. When you see these things happening, what does the scripture say? God gave them over to a depraved mind. Now, like I said, I, I usually preach out of the King James Version of the Bible, but I have the New American Standard because it gives a little different translation for that word depraved, and, and it kind of uh, puts it into a more modern terminology. But that word depraved literally means non-functional. In other words, it doesn't work. Useless, can't think, can't reason, can't comprehend. And you look at this world and you say rampant sexual immorality, out of control, destroy people willy-nilly, even in the church, even in the leadership of the church. How many times have we seen news reports, news stories, where pastors of both small and even these large mega churches have fallen into sexual immorality? Some even into homosexual sins. Homosexuality as well as adultery evokes the same thing. Rampant, out of control, demanding to be accepted as normal, and the society is rushing to affirm that acceptance. Isn't there anybody in the system who can stand up and call this what it really is? A massive moral disaster? Can't they see it? Can't they figure out, where's the church on these issues? Oh, Brother Bob, you know, we do speak out against it. Kind of, sort of. But, you know, people don't want to hear that today. There you go. In other words, they can't speak against it. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 says, Man, by wisdom, knew not God. Human wisdom just on its own, doesn't get you there. Then you can add that the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that do not believe. And now you got a compounding blindness. And then you add the fact they are blinded by virtue of the sweeping, dominating elements of their culture. And you're not going to get anybody to stand up and take that position and have people rally around them. I'm probably going to get letters and emails about this teaching today. That's okay. You are going to have more people in leadership in this country that will come out of the closet proclaiming themselves to be homosexuals. Because if you think you've seen a lot of that so far, you haven't seen nothing yet. As it becomes more and more acceptable. Something to be desired because it shows you are so open 
and inclusive of, of all people. It's a depraved mind in the original language. It's one that's tested and found to be useless. Therefore disqualified for intended use. The reasoning faculty may have been corrupted by the influences that surround it. Here's something that's funny. MTV. Yeah, the music television station. MTV did a survey on morality. There's a switch. Amen. But they, they took the Middle Ages idea of the seven deadly sins. You know, lust, greed, and all those. They surveyed their audience to see what the modern-day culture thought about them. And basically, MTV and their audience believed all those things that were called the seven deadly sins are actually virtues. They're not considered the seven deadly sins anymore. No, now they're listed as the seven major virtues that you should aspire to. The predominant thinking in our society is these things are things that we should aspire to, to take on, to, to, this is part of our daily living. And no, I'm not kidding. That's what their survey said. When that happens and your entire sense of morality as a nation is that warped, then your conscience as a nation is ill-informed and basically no longer functions, which means you now have unconscionable behavior. And then you can watch TV shows like Jerry Springer and laugh instead of falling on your face and weeping at the lost souls that go on that program and other programs like it. A depraved mind, reasoning faculty so corrupt that it must be rejected as non-functioning. And as a result of that, what happens? Verse 28, God gave them over to a depraved mind. So as a result, they do things that are not what? Proper, fitting, sensible, and reasonable. So what do they do? They are filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, envy, murder, deceit, malice. What's all that? That's the nightly news. It's in the local newspaper every day. Slanderers, haters of God. On and on it goes. Unconscionable. Conscience can only function. Conscience is like a, like a skylight into the soul. Conscience is a device that reacts to your moral code. How many times have you seen a murderer and the reporter is, is interviewing witnesses and says, it was like he didn't even have a conscience. In other words, there's nothing that could shine light into his soul. If you're a Muslim, conscience tells you to blow up infidels. Because conscience is not a set of moral laws. It's not a set of moral rules. It's a mechanism. It can be... Let me... It's kind of like pain. Pain is a mechanism God gave you that responds to your physical condition. It says to you that something is wrong with your body. Pain is simply the device your body uses to tell you something's going on. And it's a good thing, isn't it? 
It's a good thing because it tells you you got a problem with this area of your body that you need to deal with. Well, that's what conscience is. It's a mechanism that God gave you that accuses you, accuses your soul and your spirit, or else excuses you. Romans chapter 2 says. But it only functions if it's morally informed accurately. You've heard the computer programming expression, garbage in, garbage out. You have to have the, the conscible information continually programmed into you so that you have a conscience towards God coming out. Because if you continuously program your soul and your spirit with unconscionable things, your conscience gets hardened to what goes on around you. And if you have a culture that has developed a twisted morality, then you have consciousness that function off of that twisted morality. And then you get all the stuff that we see today, all of the inexplicable behaviors. That's why verse 32 says, although they know the ordinances of God, all they know, all they know inherently in the ordinances of God, Romans 2, what is right and what is wrong. They who practice such things are worthy of death. They know that. But they do them anyway. And give hardly approval to those who practice them. Know the first thing that comes to my mind when I read that? How Bill Clinton's approval rating went up right in the middle of the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Why? Because a culture like this approves of somebody like that. Perfect fit for our society today. Society basically says, hey, he's our kind of guy. There are some, I've seen several reports from several different sources who claim that Barack Obama is at best a bisexual and some of his supposed homosexual partners have come forward and actually passed polygraph tests to back up their claims. But you never hear about this in the liberal press. They refuse to cover it. Because Obama's their guy. I mean, they will lie, they'll twist the news, they'll cover up facts, anything to make sure their guy remains popular. In the late 60s and 70s, it was the journalists who refused to back down when they heard rumors that the Watergate break-in was orchestrated at the highest levels of government. They refused to back off the story. They continued to dig. And it ended up bringing down Richard Nixon, the most powerful man in America. Today, the journalists just toe the line and go along with a the plan. They never contest it, never speak out against it. They never investigate anything that could upset their guy. That is another sign that God is righteous and just to condemn this country, to abandon this nation. So the scripture tells us this type of society, like we are right now, they were without reason and without conscience. This is what it means when God abandons a society. Sexual revolution, down one more step. Homosexual revolution, down one more step. 
You cannot ever get your way out of it because the mind, the cultural mind, is gone. It's gone. Amen. I'd put it another way as well. Amen. Maybe, simply, there's no sure indication of how wicked and abandoned society under God's wrath is than when that society does not tolerate any type of speaking out against sin or sinful lifestyles. This society, this nation, the one we live in today, will not tolerate you standing up, displaying and speaking out against expressing any righteous indignation against sin. Soon, we're going to be just like Canada. How long is it going to be before preaching against sin from the pulpit, the government's going to come in and say, you can't do that. They do it already in Canada. The mayor of Houston, Texas, just a few months ago last year, tried to do it as well. Who, by the way, is what? A practicing lesbian. She told all the major churches in her town, in her city of Houston, to give up transcripts of your sermons. She wanted to evaluate them and see if their preaching against homosexuality, basically against sin, in their pulpits. She was going to try and legislate what church pastors could preach in their own pulpits. Well, needless to say, that backfired on her. Pastors from all over the United States sent her off as sermons where they were condemning her type of lifestyle from the pulpit. I was one of them. And dared her to come against them with some form of legal action. Amen. And she backed down. That's what happens when the church in America will take a stand, a united stand against sin. Sin backs down. But that should not be an isolated case like it was because you hit sin, it backs down, and then everyone goes back to their four walls and starts worrying about their own things again. Amen? Here, Paul is unfolding for us this picture of what a society looks like when it's abandoned by God. It's not my description. I said that in the beginning when we started. This is not Brother Bob speaking his opinion. I went to the scriptures and I'm giving you scriptural evidence of the situation that the United States of America is finding itself right now. That's why you see why I said I think America is here going through the cycle right now of Romans chapter 1. Why does it happen? Well, go back to verse 18 again and find out. Why does it happen? I'm going to give you the short version. Here is why it happens. Verse 18. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven in this form of abandonment against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men that makes up this society. Verse 18. Who suppresses what? There it is. They suppress the truth. They suppress the truth. 
from the Garden of Eden, it started out as a war of truth, right? God says, you eat the fruit, you die. Satan says, nah, you won't. You will not die. And there it is. Who's telling the truth? Who's telling the lie? Adam and Eve believed Satan. They thought God was lying to them. And that started the war on truth. And it's still going on today. It's always about the truth. What truth, Brother Bob? Real truth. Biblical truth. You suppress this, that's where you go. Take the word of God out of the place of its supremacy and you suppress the truth. Deny that it's true. Deny its veracity. Deny its authenticity. Deny its inerrancy. Deny its inspiration. Deny its sufficiency. Deny its clarity. That's the latest one. Nobody really knows what the Bible means anyway. Oh, they'll say, oh, it's a wonderful book. We believe God gave it to us, but we have no idea what it means. That's because you're not reading it, dummy. That's just a convenient excuse. Oh, I, I would read it, but it's too confusing. Or they'll say, we, meaning our society, we have evolved. And the Bible just doesn't apply to life in modern day society. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago when Barack Obama switched from being in support of traditional marriage to being in support of homosexual marriage and homosexual unions, he, he actually used the phrase, I have evolved, or we have evolved. So there it is. The truth is always under assault. And this nation has succumbed to that. There are even churches that have decentralized the truth because they think the truth offends people, that it's divisive. This purpose-driven church crap is all about that. Take down the crosses. They offend people. Darken the lights. Make it more of a nightclub experience. Don't hold invitations where people have to walk the aisle. Don't preach against sin. There it is. There it is. It's always evident. Amen. If you preach against sin, they might get offended. Duh. Folks, the truth is all we got. It's all we have. God saves us through the truth. Amen. You are begotten again, Peter says, by the word of truth. You're sanctified by the word of truth. Jesus said, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Hallelujah. John 17, 17. Jesus says, thy word is truth. John chapter 1 says, he is the truth. Or he is the word. Jesus is the word. Therefore, Jesus is speaking the truth. Amen. It's all we have is the truth. Now, of course, the truth is under assault by Satan. Now, of course, the critics come along and say, it's not inspired. Brother Bob, you're not being inspired here. You're just being critical. It's not true. You can't believe it. You... Of course, the mystics will come along and say, oh, no, no, it's fine. But we have more revelation now than they had back then. And we have more revelation over here and over there and over there. And the cults all develop out of extra-biblical revelation. I, I, I mentioned this a little bit ago. Just a second.
when I said that some modern day faith preachers, especially these larger, more popular ones, always come out and I mean, I, I'm saving them. I'm saving their prophecies because there's, they'll say things like, like we already said, that God loves America and he'll never forsake it. You know, though the world's going to hell in a handbasket, God will deliver America. This is going to be the best days that you've ever seen because you're a believer. You know, while the whole world goes broke, you'll prosper. And now it's time for the offering. You know, I mean, anyway, I'm saving these prophecies because I'm going to post them when I see that, that their prophecies were not true. Because what happens then? What does the Bible say if someone stands up in the office of a prophet and proclaims something that doesn't happen? Then they're discredited. Amen. I'm not doing that. To be spiteful. I'm doing it to be truthful. Speak the word only. Not what you think God told you that it goes outside the Bible. That's why I'm sticking to scriptures here and giving you this evidence. Evidence. Acts 10.39 says we are called to be witnesses of these things. Amen. Anyway. There'll be others that come along and say, well, the Bible's fine. It's just not sophisticated today. You need to add philosophy and other things to the Bible to fill it all out, to make it complete. And there are those who will come and say, well, it lacks clarity. It lacks relevance to today. The, the idea that Scripture is clear that God intended it to reveal, not to hide, is always under attack. So the truth is diminished in its place. It's denied. It's rejected. It's amazing to me how people mock biblical truth today. It, it, it's just simply astounding to me how they do this. Oh, you can figure out a way to make it smooth and soft. Take out all the hard parts so it doesn't have to sting when they hear it. But if you give the unadulterated, pure word of God, it will generate a negative reaction in society today. I get told over and over, more than you would know, that I'm too hard on sin. You need to speak the truth in love. After all, Jesus loved everybody and told us to love everybody too. Have you ever noticed, they forget the part where he called the leaders of the day hypocrites? He loved the people who did not know the truth. They didn't know any better. They were only doing what they were told by their leaders. But he came out boldly against those who should have known but refused. Folks, all we've got is the truth. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until 
Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.